and welcome to the first edition, but number eight. No, it's not the first edition. It's the first edition live of Tales from the Own with me, Solo, and BFG Steve. Hello, everybody. You all right, Steve? Yeah, fabulous, wonderful, marvellous. No technical issues on this side, not at all, no. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Right, we're, we're going live. It's, we thought instead of doing just the podcasting as normal, we thought we'd actually go live on uh, YouTube. Unfortunately, at the present moment, uh, the sound-wise, we're having a little technical difficulty with Steve, bless him. He, he sounds like his head's in a bucket, but uh, please bear with, please bear with. Hello, everybody in chat. Uh, we've got Orion Braces, Chris, Bill, and we've got Tama And Bill again. Awesome. Are you all right there, dude? Fabulous, mate. Fabulous. It could be far, far. Oh, stop, pulling. <laughs> I can't help it, it hurts me ears when you start shouting at me. I'm not shouting, I was just talking. So the sound's not too bad. Oh, that's good, that's good. So, uh, yeah, right, I can chill out now. Yeah, can we? Hi, Gav. <laughs> yeah, we can chill out, yeah, let's relax. I'm good just... afternoon to everybody in chat, by the way. I'm sorry, I'm having it. Having a little hitty fit, darlings, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, you're not kidding. Oh, bless. Oh, well, it's, it's YouTube. It's, it's live. We get these yeah. technical issues. So uh... it, was, it was never going to go well, was it? <laughs> Bill, you're right. I do need my red smoking jacket. I want something to stroke and be comforted by. <laughs> oh, bless you. So... <laughs> I can't believe it. It's Sunday already. I know. Where did the week go? I know. I can't. I, I just can't get over it. I'm, I'm gobsmacked. Mike, Thursdays always love my Thursdays. Really enjoyed this week's. It was a cracker. Yeah, it was a good show. I really enjoyed it. It was nice to have the full team as well. Oh, it was. If you've not caught uh, the um, service, get yourself over to Mark's channel where we are now. And once we've finished, God be polite, once we've finished, <laughs> check out the home service because it was an absolute corker last week. It really was. I enjoyed it. It was a good giggle. So what does everybody think to the, the, the outlay? Uh, is, are we all happy with that one? Can you see everyone everyone all right? I think we've got chat big enough there and the logos and I designed that new logo at the bottom there. Uh, yeah, I think it's looking all right, that. Quite chuffed. <laughs> So, dude, what are you vaping on? Oh, right. Well, I've been rummaging. I've been rummaging in my drawers. And I found this and little that's what beauty. she said. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sigeli, Fuchai 213. Oh, blimey, heck. Do you know really? something? I've never had one of them. Cracking. Mm. Cracking. This was... Blimey. What was this one? This was probably the second or third mod I ever bought. Mm -hmm. Amazon special. On top of that is the Bombatech Vape Fly. Oh, nice some, one. With some basics, uh, registering. It's very nice. Registering. Right, I've not tried registering. I'm thinking, what's this then? And it's, it's very, very tasty. Mm. Um. Suicide Queen, 
and that's got the Druga on top. Very nice. Very nice. Um, that's got the last dribbles of the licks, uh, Lick Remixed Drip Dabbing, mm-hmm. which is a lemon sherbet. Not as shiny as she was last week, but the Blood Axe with the Drop Dead on top, and that's got the Duty Free Lemon Tea, again, down to the last few dribbles of that. Mm. And finally, the Big Boy build. I enjoyed it so much on uh, Thursday, I thought, right. That's the M1 Pro, and that's got the Steam Crave RDSA on top. With the Nova Vapes Banana Milk. Awesome. And one last one. Did I do the VK? VK Flash. No, you did not. With the Fugly on top. And that's got the Mr. Cafe Caramel Latte. I did like that. I'm going to have to get some. We're going to have to have a bro trip to that shop. Oh, too, right? I I was actually thinking about bobbing across there to... Tomorrow, so if you want some picking up, give me a shout. Oh, I want to go myself. I want a bro trip. Go for it then. No, you no. Have a bro trip. Yeah, we'll have a bro trip. Go there. Because <laughs> I've decided um, it's obviously last week was uh, Jan and mine's anniversary, and Jan wanted yeah. to buy me something for me anniversary present. And I've always wanted, always, always, always wanted an Exome. Always wanted one. All right. And I've never had one, and I've always wanted one, and I do believe TVS are selling them at the present moment, the V3s. So Ooh. I just want some, just a box standard black. I'd like a, either a black or a green. A green would be really, yes, yeah. but a black. Hmm. Uh-huh. Rachel, yeah. hello. Oh, hello, Rachel. You all right, love? What is it? How you doing there, Mary Potts? <laughs> I really must adjust this rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, so I'm going to get me sent. I've always wanted one. I, I like basic mugs, mate. I'm not into your menu systems and things like that. I, if I'm going to have a regulated mod, I like, you know, like the V... The V V E. Yeah. The V E E or V. Yeah. V. The p- <laughs> potentiometer. <laughs> yeah, it's the V. Yeah. Or the M V V. Yeah. Ooh. I like that kind. What? Hundred and fifty quid. Yep. That's the one. And uh, oh. I think even at Expo, at um, who was selling them now? Uh, Evolution. Even at Expo, there was a hundred and thirty somewhere. Blimey. Oh, they're not cheap. That's why I've never bought one. <laughs> they're nice, though. I mean, and, and you can get a range of buttons from the looks of it. Yeah. So, so that's how I'm going to treat myself. Ooh. You do know how to make yourself feel good, don't you, dear boy? <laughs> so, speaking of making yourself feel good, what's on your buffet? On my buffet. UK Vapester, good afternoon to you, sire. Right, uh, this weirdo. Best we call it a weirdo. <laughs> what do you think of that? Now, this looks a little bit more blue 
uh, on screen. It's not. It's green. It's like a egg. egg is it egg? Duck egg blue. Yeah. It's that colour. It's weird. This is the Helix from Digiflavor. Comes with its own tank, which is one of them uh, disposable uh, mesh coils. But it's got a little trick up its sleeve. It actually holds an 18650, which, yeah. It's very, very cheap and cheap, cheap. Uh, but the flavour that I'm getting off this tank is absolutely brilliant. It really is good. I've got to admit, it is good. I can't fault it. And in that, I've got 21 Vapes uh, Queen of Hearts, which is cherry drops. Ooh. And it is rather nice. Needed to be steeped, though, this one. Um, I tried it when I just put my nick in first, and it was a bit overpowering and a little bit harsh. So I've left it for just over a week. And that has really calmed down. So, yeah, really nice. And obviously right. I've got it in that. And the flavour of this one is brilliant. Really impressed with it. Review will be coming up uh, Wednesday. What else have I got? I'm vaping on Stan. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Stan. Hello, Stan. This is Stan. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. Stan, audience. <laughs> audience, Stan. Hello, Stan. Stan. <laughs> this is Stan. Fancy calling a pod system Stan. Now, now, had been, been playing with this one again. Review will be coming out of this tomorrow. And I actually do like it. It's not bad. Now, the first pod that I put in this one, I was getting uh, juice in the mouth. The second pod that I've put in, I've had not a problem whatsoever. So, right. yeah. Nice little pod system. In that, I've got Ocean Escape, which is a 50-50 from Luxury Vapes. And it's got a champagne and peach flavour. So it's a bit like a peach snaps type flavour going off. You've gone posh. <laughs> Darling, mean girls' dormitory at twelve o'clock at night with my reputation. <laughs> of course, we were there, very drunk. <laughs> so yeah, not the best pod system in the world, but it's not bad. So review coming up with that later on. I've also got the Zlide with the Coolfire Ultra, which I am enjoying. 4,000 mAh battery. <laughs> Just before anybody complains. 4,000. <laughs> and what have I got in that? I've got Pod Salt uh, Black Current Menthol, which is really, really nice. Mm. Oh, I like that one. That's such a swish looking setup, though. I love it. Honestly, absolutely. I mean, I'm not a big mouth-to-lung fan anyway, but, uh, yeah, this, I'm well impressed, especially the side. And also, I am on the PAL 2, the reversion of it with the posh, posh panels. But it's also, mm. I never realised that on the old one, they didn't have this hole here so you could see your juice level. So, yeah, that's really nice. I don't like this. Ended cool. up going to Medwall yesterday and I took this with me. And this lasted me all day. Blimey. I know. I was gobsmacked. The batteries are brilliant on this. And it's only something like 1,000 
just over a thousand mile battery in this. Mm. Yeah, quite impressed. IBC, hello kiddo, hope you're all well. Finally, but not leastly. No. Now, now, now we're talking. This is the Jab 4 from Immortal Mods and I absolutely love it. I'm not jealous. Not jealous at all. <laughs> this is awesome. In that I've got my own brew lemon. Got to have it in there. It's absolutely brilliant. It's got the Revenant uh, deck from, you know, from um, Armageddon. MG. Oh, yeah. 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 It's the bottom deck is the Armageddon part. Nice. Really enjoying it. Uh, permanent contact uh, button. Well, switch. Yeah. Love it to pieces. Full, fully copper. And it's the uh, blue and black splatter. Just mm. love that one. Review will be coming up that in a couple of weeks. Bill, was that about the Pulse 2, the design by Tony B? Because I think it is, isn't it? The what, sorry? The Pulse. Isn't that designed by Tony B? The Pulse? Yeah, the the, the little pod you took to Meadowhawk. No, 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 that's... Oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, the Palm. The Pal. Pal 2, pal. yeah, Tony B, yeah. yeah, yeah, Tony B. It is nice to see, though, that it looks like they've taken any criticism that they got on board and then uh, the only it. The only downside I've got with this at the present moment is the door is slidey. But all I've done is put a piece of paper, a very thin piece of paper, on the inside. Ooh, That's all it is. Life hacks. And for some reason, because I put that piece of paper in, it stopped moving completely. Ooh. So it must be that this has got the uh, three mil tank. So I'm wondering if the three mil tank is just slightly too big for the actual box. You know, to make it not even, to sit in even. Mm. So and that's what's making it move. But it's a really thin piece of paper. Just a strip. Just put that on the top and it stopped it completely. So, yeah, loving it. Very nice. Mm. And that's it. That's that's what I'm vaping on. Uh, Drink-wise, obviously, uh, do, 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 do. Zero Coca-Cola. I forgot to do mine, didn't I? But what are you drinking on? I bet it's coffee. Cardo. Coffee. Cardo. Cardo. Right, let's see who's joined. Uh, Rachel sounds like she's in serious pain with swollen feet. Oh dear. Orion's is scaring me with the description of his uh, operations and screws to his ankle. Oh yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Mm. Dear God, that sounds horrible. Mm. Oh, Rachel, Rachel's about to throw a toddler tantrum. Can we invite her in? I want to see this. <laughs> but, and I want to see if her hissy fits as good as mine, darling. That's all. Bill, can't bear. <laughs> Bill says he's very posh. He only has uh, fresh coffee. That's not for posh, that's an addiction. I know, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, we're terrible for it, aren't we? Oh, bad news. Did you see the uh, recent article from the Daily Mirror? Uh, no, that I haven't. Apparently, if you drink black coffee, you're more prone to be a psychopath. 
I drink black coffee. Oh, no, I love why... it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's all to do with the taste buds. If you prefer uh, bitter flavours, mm. Um, apparently Rachel's saving her temper tantrum for the doctor's blesser. Oh, <laughs> she wants this foot fixed. <laughs> uh, with bitter flavours, there's something about the the uh, psychopathic character, if you will, that seems to prefer it. Bill's a psychopath. <laughs> Bill, I've got reasons of like her now. No! <laughs> Oh. Yeah, but the thing is, though, you know what Bill's going to look like, don't you? Cycle pants, a rock T-shirt, and his big cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get that image out of my head. No, there's not enough bleach. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, apparently Rachel outpasses us all. She has a Dolce Gusto machine. Yes, mm. but I've got, I think I've got, if I've got one of them. I know I've got one of them. Yeah, you've got the Dolce Gusto. It's yeah. where you go at work, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Posh, posh person, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we forgot Bill's new rocks. All oh, right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, say that on about tastes. I also, mm. I, obviously, I like black uh, black coffee. Now, originally, I used to have, when I was younger, it was sort of like two sugars, white, like most people. Then, obviously, what we diabetes, da 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 da. And it, it took me about probably about a fortnight to get used to black coffee. And I've been black coffee for about five years now. But yeah. I also like dark chocolate as well. Now, that's something that's crept up on me as I've got older. Because mm. I. Uh... I can't do white chocolate anymore. It's just way too sweet. Mm. Oh, I could do white chocolate. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can do any chocolate. <laughs> so, for those listening to the podcast, Orion's has just popped up, <laughs> joined in our conversation on posh people and their various devices, and apparently Alan's about as grounded as they get because he's got a kettle. <laughs> <laughs> I man. don't believe he's got a kettle. I think he still uses a saucepan on the gas stove. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. And apparently Rachel uh, would have loved a proper coffee machine, but she just didn't have the kitchen space. She went for the dishwasher instead. Oh, well, yeah, I can understand why he had a dishwasher, yeah. No, no, you can't call yourself a coffee addict until you give up the dishwasher. <laughs> Saying that, you could always get an urn. Can you remember them big no. urns from when, when, when you used to go to church oh, or something wow. like that? You used to have them massive big silver urns with hot water, <laughs> yeah. Five-gallon gal- five urn with little plastic tap at bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wonder if they still do them. Oh, they do. Yeah, we still use them. That's what you so, want. Instant coffee, that's what we need. Coffee, coffee and more coffee. <laughs> I used to work at a place at Borough and uh, we actually opened up that urn one day instead of just sort of filling it up. We actually took a look inside to see what I built up. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> it wasn't nice. 
I've got to admit that I love my coffee. I really do. A nice cup, especially that one first thing in the morning. Oh, Rachel's made a confession. There would never be clean dishes. And with four kids, the dishwasher won. Yeah, that's female logic for you, mate. I'd have gone for the coffee machine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and apparently they sell them at Costco. There you go. So you can have your uh, you can have your tank. <laughs> you, well, what you'll have to do is buy them big bulk uh, bags of coffee. Just pour it in the urn with the water. <laughs> Instant coffee all the day. <laughs> I, th- I think the word you're looking for there is cement mixer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. Right. Well, I've got, so, have you got any news? Um, I did find an interesting one. I noticed uh, that one that you put up on Facebook about um, a billion lives. The Billion Lives, The Billion Lives, The Billion the Lives. The documentary about uh, vaping and their... Uh... Yeah, that was an interesting one. Apparently Facebook have deemed that uh, The Billion Lives documentary is not fit for discussion on Facebook. Um, their reason being that it promotes uh, nicotine, which I thought was a bit crazy, really. Mm. Now, whether they're running scared of the FDA and the various issues that are going off at the minute with the uh, data protection and, and various taxes, etc., I don't know. But it seems a very, very weak argument not to actually discuss that documentary. Mm. I mean, what's your thoughts on it? Well, me personally, it doesn't matter. That that's sort of like human rights. Surely you should be allowed to to. Uh, to I mean, let's face it, you can talk about coffee, you can talk about beer on, on, on Facebook, you can talk about what you had for dinner, you can talk about everything that you can think of on uh, Facebook. I mean, there's well, no... Within reason, I mean, as long as it's got no to do with children, pets and whatever, and a sexual nature, then yeah. Mm, yeah. And I, mean, I just find it very, very strange. Mm. There's got to be... There has to be a very good reason in their eyes yeah. from not to allow it. I mean, what about so. all the groups? I mean, what about all these? I mean, I've got a group. Um, I go, I'm go. i a member of many, many groups that are all to do with vaping. So mm. are they, what are they going to do? Are they going to start not allowing vape groups? I think if we were going to see that, we would have seen it already. So it seems to be a bit off then, doesn't it? It's sort of like it one rule for one, one rule for the other. Bill's just pointed out Sleazy posts his guns on Facebook. Mm. So, yeah. But uh, I, I just can't get my head around it. I know they're in an American-based firm, but, yeah. You know, do, do, do you think it's one of those um, knee-jerk reactions? Quite possibly. I mean, the problem is, with the states at the minute, everything just seems to have gone completely OTT. Mm. Um, Yeah, we've got the the NNA and... uh, Oh, what's the other one? And the the other UK trade organisation. UK Beer. UK Beer. Yeah, I mean, they're... 
the WHO are sort of targeting them as if as if they were some sort of you know big tobacco firm. The world just doesn't seem to be making sense at the minute. Mm. Uh, I've got to admit, Bill's just mentioned it in the chat there. That the bill, the, the actual film's been out for yonks. In fact, I would say. I remember when it came out, um, it was very, very similar. I think it's the similar guys that are doing that Do You Know Nicotine. I think it's virtually the same guys that's doing it. Mm. But if I remember right, A Billion Lives was splattered all across um, the internet and everything, and especially on sort of like social media, you know, to help promote this, this uh, video, uh, well, film. And then they went off uh, starting premiering in uh, cinemas and things like that. And from the outside of it, it sounded like a really good idea, but I've never seen it. And unless you're going to pay silly amounts of money, you're not going to see it anyway. So what's the harm in discussing it then? Exactly. So unless you're very, very privileged to be able to actually find a cinema that's actually going to show it. And I don't think it's been seen in this country. I don't think so. And yeah, so... uh, and. Like Bill said, what we've been out for a few years, probably the actual data that they're actually coming out with is now out of date. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's been various studies recently in the last six months. While it's rehashed all the data, yeah. it has corrected some of the errors, hasn't it? So, yeah. so um, it, it was a very yeah. odd, very odd uh, way of going about um, the film in the first place because I remember rightly I mean don't get me wrong I could be totally wrong here but there was sort of like wanting premieres and they was charging a fortune to actually go and see it well there's something very strange going off here because there is actually a billion lives group on Facebook yeah yeah there's one on Twitter and everything yeah and you, you can still access it so there's mm. something strange here <laughs> so unless it's just the actual film that you can't discuss well, that seems a bit weird no well I'm beginning to wonder whether there's uh, a little fake news springing up to rekindle interest given the new the new film coming out mm. mm-hmm. very strange I wonder what they're going to be doing because they're obviously they're making the new film aren't they do you know is it called do you know nicotine that's, it's something like I, yeah. I couldn't say for definite. Mm. But yeah, it's like what Bill said again, uh, nobody would distribute it. So that's the problem, unless there was wanting so much money for it. I don't know. So it seemed to be mm. a, a very wasted um, effort, to be honest with you, if nobody's going to see it. I think, to be honest, something like that, as long as a, a handful of people have seen it, you because know, once you get word of mouth starting... Mm. Um, your message starts spreading hm. and that's the joy of social media you know um that's i know it, smurf. And things yeah smurf says right you don't know nicotine oh good stuff mm. cheers smurf but again is that going to be uh, just for the exclusive people that's going to be able to actually see it so uh, again if it's going to be a film like that like not uh, not blowing smoke and all them lot and uh, not a billion lives whatever it's called if people aren't going to see it, what's the point of it? And you want the mass people to see it. It's not people mm. like you and me and people that are in chat that's already been converted. We know all about the ins and outs of vaping. It's the people that don't know about vaping. 
that have still got this crazy idea uh, about vaping and how bad it is and they think it's worse than or as as bad as having traditional cigarettes and things like that so you mean 97 97 percent of the american population well it's not just i mean it's even yeah but it's even in this country uh there was a Mm. girl on there was i forget what program it was i saw a clip on it on uh, facebook and this one girl was wanting to uh, ban it from uh, vaping outside Mm. Mm. she thought it was a good idea oh yeah it's so like this naivety that oh well vaping's only new we don't know what's really in them we don't know the long-term effects and she says we ought to be actually thinking on uh, you know on being cautious about vaping we shouldn't be promoting it as much because we really don't know and it's like how we're screaming at the blooming screen saying yes we do but it's still in in the majority's mindset that um we don't know what's in it we don't know the long term we don't know this that and the other and we actually do so well that sort of thinking leads to well we should ban cars then oh god yeah because of the pollution yeah what do we do do we all go back to bikes or do we all go back to horses Mm. I mean the wife would be happy with horses well yeah 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 I mean yeah my friend Carla would be I can't think she'd be too chuffed if I nick her nag so that I can get myself off to work. <laughs> well, when you think about it, Bill, yes, you have probably eaten everything that's ever been in an e-cigarette. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's one of the arguments, isn't it? You know, the, these things aren't meant to be inhaled. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, hold on, hot food. What do you think's coming off that? Yeah. Yeah, but no one complains when they're at nightclub, do they? Oh, no. No. Nobody complains. No, nobody bats an eyelid when they're at nightclub and they're getting it all this and there's that smoke. Oh, it's cool and the lights. Yeah, that smoke is the same stuff. Virtually. (laughs) Oh, you're getting it. Oh, it's passive. It's passive smoking. Oh, no, you don't mind that when you're boogieing (laughs) down there, strutting your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, though, you have probably necked uh, a few pints of lunatic soup well before hitting the nightclub, haven't you? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, Timmy, Timmy, don't don't bring up the methane and the horses. No, I've no. got to there afterwards. <laughs> Enough about your disco days. <laughs> Oh, if, if you're listening to the podcast, you're missing some John Travolta moves at their finest. <laughs> oh, bless. Right, I don't want to be miserable uh, today. It's Sunday. We want to be happy, happy, happy. Right, got to talk about it. So got to talk about it. Good omens. Oh, have we? We've got to talk about it because I watched the final episode on... Friday, and yeah, I loved the series completely, absolutely brilliant. Did you? I mean, I'm hoping everybody in chat seen it as well. If you haven't, treat yourself honestly. Oh, Rachel hasn't. Oh, bless her. Oh dear. Oh, right. We're going to have to do this without spoilers, kid. It's going to be fun. <laughs> going to be difficult <laughs> i can say one thing mm. they have 
the flavour. Neil Gamain has distilled the flavour and the feel of the book mm. and condensed it into six episodes. Um, I want a, I want a series. What further adventures? Yeah. I think he, he, because you've got both them two characters, you mm. could carry that on a lot further. There's this such a world created there. Oh, there is. I mean, I, I've I would love to see more of um, Pratchett's Discworld. Mm. You know, they've already done it with David Jason with the first two uh, films. Mm. But David Tennant and uh, Martin Sheen. Is it Martin Sheen? Michael. Michael Sheen. I always want to call him Martin. I wonder why. Professionals. Yeah. I just Martin think... Martin isn't it? Curly hair. Capri. Bodie and Doyle. That was Martin Sheen. Who was the ones out of... Um, oh, whatchamacallit? Um, Emil Estevez's brother. Oh, that's Charlie Sheen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh Charlie, yes, that paragon of virtue. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't see the see where the brain was coming from. But no, if you get it back, you've got the two characters, and I think them two played them perfect. They did. I was very interested to see how they depicted the friendship, mm. because in the TV series. There appeared to be a little more than friendship there. Do you think so? Come away. Yeah, I, I think it, it was. There were some heavy hints dropped at a potential relationship there. I'm naive. I never thought about things like that. Really? Yeah. I'm, no. I mean, yes. All right. Uh, Mr. Sheen was a little bit more camper than. Uh, well, saying that, both of them were a pretty. pretty Exactly. Campish, weren't they? Yeah. When mm. you stop and think about it, yeah. But I just, I enjoyed it. I loved the the uh, camaraderie between them both. Oh, it yeah. It was just well, so clever. They've been on Earth since the beginning. Mm. So that sort of fraternal bond, you know, was, was, was going to be there. I mean, the, the, to be honest, the cast in general, you couldn't have got a better list of A-listers for that. No, it was brilliant, absolutely. But there was a credit for uh, Bill Co uh, Bill Cox. What am I thinking of? Um, Bill Nighy. No, Cox. Oh, Cox. What's his? yeah, Cox. Um, my brain's gone dead now. Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Yeah. What did hmm. what character did he play? Wasn't he the Metatron? Voice of God. Was it? Sure it was, hold on. Just bear with me, I'm just Google fooey. <laughs> Brian Cox, Metatron, let us have a look. I even you know, even down to the actual um, intro, I thought that was brilliant. Very, very Monty Python y, very Oh god, yeah. Yeah. I mean it, Hi, great it was it was, ah, here we go. Brian Cox was the voice of death. Ah, there you there go. There we are. Yeah, I thought the reimagination of the four uh, horse of the apocalypse was clever. Oh, 
they cut out quite a large part of the book on that mm. because there's the four other riders of the apocalypse which are basically a group of hell's angels they meet in a uh, in a motorway services because that's where all the riders meet up in the first place yeah um <laughs> and you've got some great names so you, like you've got war death famine etc mm. and then you've got pig bulk who decides he wants to be the uh the rider of things that still don't work even when you clumped them really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, but I mean, obviously, you, you've only got so long to do these things. Mm. So you have to pick and choose what you're going to cut out. Mm. So there were some little gems that have gone. Yeah, I don't think they needed to get rid of it because what were them doing in a, a series? I mean, all right, yeah, there's probably filming limitations and things like that, uh, you know, timescales and that. But they could have extended that to a longer, more than six episodes. They probably could, but, I mean, you've got to think there's money involved mm. and, you know, budgets and time availability for actors, etc. If, you, if you've read any of the interviews, uh, Neil Gamain's very open about it. A lot of people said it couldn't be done. Mm. Even Terry Pratchett had, had his uh, reservations about whether you could actually do it. Mm. So for him to come out with these six episodes of this quality, this engaging, mm. you know, he's, he's pulled off a minor miracle there. I think so. And the, honestly, the whole thing, I, I, I just, it's very, very British. It's oh, very, very, it's so English. <laughs> you, you, you can't mistake it. It is very, very British um, humour, acting, everything about it. It's There's no little hint of Americanisation in it. Well, other than the Angel, Angel Gabriel, but I think that would... That yeah. casting was just Yeah, but that, that was perfect. It was so like your typical, yeah, that if you was ever going to imagine what heaven was going to be like, yeah, it was an Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, it was. It was so like, yeah, and it was so like that embodiment of an Apple store and clean cut and suits and. Sorry, Conway's just asked what show we're talking about. We're just show, talking about the uh, Good Omens adaptation that's. Uh, currently on Amazon Prime mm. and will be coming to BBC later in the year. Is it coming to BBC? It's coming to BBC. It was a joint partnership, so mm. uh, it'll be on BBC One, no doubt. Mm. Yeah, I would hope so because this deserves to be seen by a lot more people. Oh yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> it's honestly, I was in. It's been one of the best highlights so far this year. For a seat, for a series, for me, no, it really has. It's so like, I'm not going to give any spoilers whatsoever, but I didn't want it to end. No, I, I was. There was a feeling of loss because I mean I binge watched it. Mm. Friday it was released. I was up till three, four in the morning watching that. Mm. So, and, yeah. and each episode is an hour long, so it's six hours long. Oh, yes. And then you're obviously the extras as well. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't I want his it. car. I want that car. The Bentley? Yeah. <laughs> that car is ace. <laughs> but I thought they were so like, 
it was sort of like little quirks like um, the M25 and oh, how the, the M25 came about. It was sort of like, I love it. It was them little little tiny tweaks that they'd done with the storyline. And it was sort of like, well, this is, you think the M25 was, no, 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 no. This is why the M25 <laughs> is like it is. And it's like, it was so cool. The, the bit I was worried about was how they were going to do it when the demons from hell realise what Crawley's up to. Uh, and there's a very specific scene, and I won't go into it because Rachel's not seen it, but Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, uh, uh, they put, Gaiman, sorry, uh, uh, written it in the book in such a way that your imagination took over. Mm. So what the effect of holy water on mm. them was going to be was never described particularly. Yeah. And they got it bang on. Mm. You know, I mean, I'm a little gore hand anyway. So. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for that, Alan. If you're enjoying the live, please give us a thumbs oh, up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Please give us a thumbs up. That would oh, be yeah. lovely. And if you're listening on the podcast and you want to give us a review, please feel free. Yep, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so like, I, I love the, the, the antidote bits, you know, um, right at the beginning, how we all got it all wrong about the Big Bang and all that lot. I thought that was so clever as oh, well. Yeah. It was just all those little narratives that kept kept on coming in through every bit of it. Then obviously you got the, I forget her name, who uh, predicted the uh, future. Agnes Nutter. Yeah, Agnes Nutter. I, I would have loved to have seen a bit more about her. To be honest, in the original book, there isn't, She's she's a running theme, mm. but there's only that one particular bit where uh, Newton Pulsifer's ancestor, mm. where she actually gets any sort of real character build up. Um, it, it's cracking stuff, mm. really was. If if you were going to pay a homage to a a, a book, mm. yeah, or or the author. I mean, sadly, Terry Pratchett's no longer with us. Yeah, no. That was the way of doing it. Mm. It was just yeah. so cool. Honestly, I, I was enthralled all the way through. It was so like, I want more, I want more, I want more. It was just, this is my world, I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, when you look at Pyramids, which is a, a Pratchett book set in Discworld, but it's pretty much a standalone story, mm. um, that for me, I'd love to see Neil Gaiman do that. Because mm. I, I really do think he would do it justice, and it's a it's a very similar sort of anti-hero premise, mm. yeah, which is what I loved about Crowley and uh, Azrafel. Me personally, uh, like I said, I would love, 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 love to see more of them two. I mean, the mini adventures that them two could have, absolutely brilliant. Very reminded me of. Um, Oh, what's his name? Thing in Hopkin. One was a ghost. Oh, Randall and Hopkirk. Yeah, very much that tongue-in-cheeky thing going off. Oh, yeah. And I thought, yeah, I, I, because obviously you've got a demon and you've got an angel, and they're sort of like, never the twain should meet anyway. But they was together right at the beginning, and they'd, they'd got this history behind them and everything. It was sort of like... 
There was both a little bit good and there was both a little bit bad, weren't there? Well, this is it. I mean, I think it was... If you looked at the flashbacks, it probably wasn't as clear-cut as that. Mm. So it was almost like the whole idea was there was heaven, there was hell, and then there was us in between. Mm. And they were more like us every the longer they spent down here. Yeah. Which I thought was a cracking idea. Yeah. yeah. I just and loved it. I would, I would imagine there's... Uh, oh... Afternoon, Lloyd. Apparently, he loved this world, but couldn't get a grasp of good omens. Interesting. <laughs> Bill's just said Neil Gaiman's got a warped and disturbed mind. He, I hope he sees that because he'll be laughing his socks off and agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, I don't know about you, but didn't it have um, aspects of Gillian in it, as in Terry Gillian? That sort of sense of humour. Mm. I think it, that's more more the Pratchett influence. Mm. I mean, but if you look at Gamain Solo stuff, the game solo Gamain, why am I get saying Gamain? Gaiman. <laughs> His solo stuff. Mm. That sort of very dark humour runs all the way through mm. it. You know. Never uh, Neverwhere, the graveyard uh, book. You know, the, there's all sorts of uh, little bits. Coraline. You, mm. you, have you ever seen the film Coraline? You know, the, I haven't, the, no. It's like puppets, but um, it's based on a, a little girl and her parents. and mm. It all gets very interdimensional and very weird. But that's probably one of the, the most famous uh, adaptations of Gaiman's work. Mm. Yet very few people realise it's actually him. Really? Surprising, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But he's, he's definitely got that... Um, Terry Gilliam world, it's all that Monty Python y, it's got all that esque. Like I said at the beginning, he's very, very British. Oh, yeah, yeah, very. And I, I honestly, from start to finish, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. We're doing well not doing any spoilers here. <laughs> I'm doing my best because I don't want Rachel coming after me, even if she has got a gammy ankle, because I reckon <laughs> she'd do me some harm. <laughs> oh, apparently she tried to get the eldest to read some Terry Pratchett, this is Rachel, but uh, she couldn't get on with them. Maybe the full-blown disc world can be a bit much. Try Strata or Dark Side of the Moon. Mm. They, they were specifically written for teenagers. They are just as funny. I mean, I I read them to Firstborn um, when uh, oh Rachel's just said she appreciates it. Bless her. Oh bless. Her. <laughs> um, well, when we do talk about things like this, we do try not to do um, spoilers, but obviously we've got to talk about it because we were so. <laughs> oh. It's like being back at school, isn't it? Mm. Do you remember when Red Dwarf first came out? Oh yeah. And, and even Quantum knew. Leap, even Quantum Leap, it was like next day you were talking about it. Oh, I, I wish I had the memory back then because I used to go go into school and sit classroom and you knew you'd all watched it 
And you were just repeating line for line mm. for line. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but spitting image was a bit of a no-no in our, our household. And you just like, no, you can't oh, no. watch them. <laughs> oh, God, that, yeah. And young ones as well. <laughs> oh, yes. Spit, spitting image was, was uh, bread and milk. Mm. It really was. You know, I think mum, mum and dad would have probably been mortified, but I'm sort of watching it on black and white telly in, in my bedroom. So. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, but you had to do it at school. It was one of those things. It was so like... Oh. Because obviously we, we never had the internet. We never had anything like that. And obviously dark nights, you obviously had to be in. I mean, out, when it was summertime, you'd be out and things like that with your mates. But it was that connection. Oh, you both watched it. And it was so like that humorous same connection. Oh, you ain't kidding. I mean, I think half of it was you could spot the weirdos. Because the weirdos hadn't been watching the programmes you had. So while, while the rest of you were all laughing your head off. Mm. Yeah. And I know that sounds a very strange thing to say, but when you're at school, you know what it's like. You hang around with people that you mm. you relate to. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you end up with your clan. Oh, I'm not the nine o'clock news. Oh, that oh. was brilliant, that. That was superb, but it was a thing of its time because you'd never get away with showing it now. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, no. I always used to like the one with the uh, the gorilla. Gerald. Gerald the gorilla. And he was so like... Oh, the Rowan Atkinson character, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was that bit. He goes, when, I came, when, when we picked you up out of the jungle, you was wild. He goes, wild? I was furious. <laughs> 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 what was it listening to when a child is Johnny Mathis at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> Bill's just mentioned uh, the Mary White I think oh we used to love that absolutely see that puddle of pee that's you that's your swimming pool that is <laughs> <laughs> and of course Jarvis oh Jarvis oh, God <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you want to beat the ruling classes, you say. <laughs> oh, milky, milky as well. Oh, that was, milky, that was, milky. <laughs> that, that just sounded so wrong at the time, and it still does. Yeah. It didn't get any better. <laughs> I actually saw Mary Whitehouse experience uh, live. Well, I remember when Mary Whitehouse experience came out. It wasn't on television originally. It was on radio. And a lot of people didn't know it was on radio until, obviously, the television series. But Dead Ringers started out the same yeah, way. Yeah, exactly the same way, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. oh, Rachel's getting more book advice. Uh, what's Bill just suggested? You want to be re <laughs> required viewing. Even now, I agree completely, mate. The young ones... That was the original, wasn't it? That mm. was nothing. There'd been nothing like the young ones on. on oh God, TV. no! I mean, it was a time, wasn't it? That what there was classing as alternative comedy, wasn't it? Because it was so like as we was growing up, it was basically the comedians, wasn't it? That 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 was the kind of um, light Bernard entertainment, yeah, yeah, the light entertainment comedian. That's all we ever got. And people like uh, your Rowan Atkins, uh, Smith and Jones, 
Um, uh, Saunders, forgot her name now. French and Saunders. French and Saunders, people like that. And then obviously you've got the young ones and like, things like that. It was Ben Elton, obviously, because he wrote it. Um, it was at that time when things were slightly changing. I used to leave the girlfriend. I was just reading Steve's. I used to sneak and watch it OTT on the black and white portable with the sound turned right down. Real boobies on TV. The balloon dance. There'd be nothing like that either. No. <laughs> I, still... I, I still say that it was people like the Kenny Everett show that started alternative com- uh, comedy. It was, but when I was younger, I obviously didn't realise what Kenny Everett's sexuality was or anything mm. like that. So, so it didn't bother me, and it was just so funny. Mm. It was so anarchic, and but when you look back now, I mean, like Captain Kremen, mm. the cartoon, that was that was just so tongue in cheek. Oh yeah. And then you've got Cupid Stunt, the uh, the actress. Yes, Miss Possible, please. <laughs> and Sid oh, Snot, don't forget Sid Snot. The ultimate anti-hero, bless him, Sid. <laughs> Gizard Puke. Gizard Puke, yeah. <laughs> the mime, uh, Marcel. Oh, Marcel. Uh, that used to fascinate me as a kid, that. <laughs> but yeah, but um, it was that was the actual starting point of alternative comedy. Mm. When you actually you start looking at it, I mean, then obviously we got, like we were saying, uh, the young ones and things like that. It was that progression of changing from your box standard light entertainment, uh, there were three men in a pub, da, 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 da. oh, the mother-in-law jokes, and it really did break away from that. I think, yeah, but I mean, if you look at the likes of Mike Harding back in the 70s and Jasper, Oh, Jasper. The, the seeds were there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Mike Harding's, you, you could, some of his bawdier bits, mm. you, you could have sort of slipped into an episode of The Young Ones, and I don't think they'd have been out of place. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I remember uh, watching the, the party epi- episode where Rick's character gets the, the tampon out of the bag. Mm. That was the ultimate taboo. You know, I, I, I'm a schoolboy. No, you shall not talk of these things. <laughs> what was the other one? The um, Hale and Pace. Their first uh, appearance was, or the first TV appearance, I believe, was on The Young Ones. Mm. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. They played the village idiots. Do you remember the two that were sat on the tree going, I bet in five minutes both <laughs> my legs will fall off. <laughs> Hello, oh. Johnny. Hello, Billy. <laughs> Orion's has just brought it right up. Pete and Dud. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dudley Moore and Peter Cook. Uh, if they'd not done, was it Clive and. Oh, Clive and. Clive and Derek, wasn't it? Yeah. Derek and Clive. If, if the, I think if those hadn't hit. Comedy would have a very different face now because I mean, at the time, that was something so out there. Mm. Yeah, that sort of level of filth was normally reserved for the strippers in the back pubs on a Sunday. Yeah, mm. and then the you had, and then you had people like Spike Milligan, 
Which was just on another plateau of existence. <laughs> oh, he was brilliant. I mean, what was it? Um, some eight Q. 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 That were it, Monte. Yeah. Q was weird. It's bloody funny. Though. Oh God, yeah, funny as hell. But blooming that, that was weird. I mean, that was serious, serious weird. But saying that, talking about Spike Milligan, do you know what I loved about Spike Milligan? He he, he came out with a story. It was a documentary he was doing. Um, and what he did for his kids, from be, them being tiny until they was all growing up, he used to write little notes and leave them at the bottom of the garden, pretending it was a fairy that was talking to him. And I thought that was so lovely. So he'd, he'd write these little notes and put them down at the bottom of the garden for his kids to find them. And they, the children thought he was a fairy. It was like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> I mean, I, if you've watched the, the documentaries and, and the various bits tributes to Spike, a lot of people say he was always more interested in kids. You know, that doesn't, doesn't sound good, oh, does it? <laughs> because he had this this child, he mm. was a kid that never grew up himself. Yeah. So he, he always loved being around children and playing with children and all the rest of it. Mm. And that, that some of it was why he was so grumpy and distant with adults, because mm. he just couldn't relate. You know, I mean, what a guy. He, he was superb. He mm. really was. I mean, I remember as a teenager reading his war memoirs. Mm. Oh, uh, Gunner, Gunner Milligan and all that lot. That's oh, yeah. Adolf Hitler, my partner, is downfall. Rommel Gunner, who, uh, where have all the bullets gone? Yeah. Which was probably the closest one to a a, a biography that you were going to get because mm. it sort of dealt with his shell shock and all the rest of it. Mm. But as a kid, you know, you heard all the war stories, you've seen the films, the Dirty Dozen, and all the rest of it. And then Spike comes along and shows you this world of sort of insubordination and lots of anky-panky and things like that. <laughs> Another one, Ryan's just brought up, goodies. Oh! Goody, 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 goody yum, yum, yum. Ecky <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thumb. Ecky Thumb. My uh, favourite episode. <laughs> Black Pudding Bertha. <laughs> Which was the one with the big cat? Oh, that was uh, where it knocked over the LWT tower. Mm. I think that's when they actually were with LWT. Because it moved, didn't it? It went from Yorkshire to, to BBC. Yeah. But, oh, and the Nicholas Parsons. Uh, that was the Panto episode because it had the Nicholas Parsons and the, the egg-laying awesome. goose that dropped grenades instead of golden eggs. <laughs> Oh man! But there was something very strange about the goodies as well. I mean, that was always seemed to be when you were a kid. It always seemed a lot naughtier. Yeah, it was. It was a lot naughtier when you were a kid. <laughs> yeah, but... but I mean, we're talking about them. But when you go back to sort of like the young ones and things like that, uh, that was a totally different. Is is it because it's sort of like what you, how you remember it, or is it because of actually the time period? That he was actually there. Well, uh, I mean, if you look at it, there was the anarchic humour. It was touching on things that 
to you as a school kid you just didn't talk about. No. And then it brought in the likes of Motorhead and Madness and all the rest of it, all into the same programme. I mean, come on, the University Challenge episode. Oh, God, that was brilliant. (laughs) What happens if I stick my head out of here? (laughs) I love the video. The video. Yes, we're going to watch another video. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Cinderella one. Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> Mike dressed up as Prince Charming. <laughs> when when uh, oh were it Vivian when he's writing to uh, Echo and the Bunny Man, dear Mister Echo. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, happy days. Is that right, Nambi? Did you do a Disney nasty? <laughs> and not the good life. Not the bloody, bloody good life. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, happy uh, days. Oh, you as well. Viva El Presidente! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, Bill, why, 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 why won't this bomb go off with this sledgehammer? I can't remember if it's in here. Oh, God. <laughs> the only one, the only sort of bit about the young ones that used to miss me was Alexis Sale. I hated him with a passion. He was the landlord, wasn't he? Yeah. I just couldn't get on with Alexis L. Still can't. Hello, John. Got a new motor. Hello, John. Got a new motor. (laughs) It's like hearing fingernails being dragged across a blackboard for me. (laughs) That one, and which one was that? Um, Oh, oh, what was his name now? Same period, singer. And it's not fair, it's not right, it's not this. Oh, Jill and John. Jill John. Oh, oh, that used to wind me up as... What song were it called? Jill and John. No, um, thingy, it was thingy Jill is a moron. The song was called Jill and John by Jill and John. Oh, God, yeah. That, I hated you, that. You know, the, you, now he... I'm trying to think what he's called. Um, he's still around. Is it? The guy who, the guy who was in Jill and John... You know the guy that plays the the comedian that plays the Casio keyboard. He's got a very sort of elderly. I'm trying to think what he's called. Uh, two sex. More Google fool on the way. He's he's probably an MP now for Somerset or something like that now. <laughs> oh, no, um, he he's an entertainer still. Uh, to John. Here we are, band. Right, Guilty John, Graham Fellows, who now plays, I think it's Count Arthur. Graham Fellows, and John Shuttleworth, and his newer character. Yeah, John Shuttleworth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Guilty John. Is it? Blooming hell. Yeah. I never knew that. So, Still uh, don't like that song. I can't stand John Shortleworth, but <laughs> I love the song. <laughs> He's local, I don't know. Graham Fellows is from Sheffield. Hmm. 
Right, we are coming up. We have uh, already gone past the hour already. I can't believe oh, that. We can't have. We haven't done the. We haven't done the safety bit yet. Uh, we haven't even <laughs> touched the safety bit. <laughs> You, that's you bringing up good omens, that is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, random. I like these random ones where you, you sometimes don't need to have a, a subject matter. So, let's let's give it the last ten minutes. Mm. Yeah. So Orion's has just brought two pints of lager and a packet of crisps, which I thought was brilliant as well. Do you know um, what song I've got in my head now? <laughs> Sticker. <laughs> what was it? Stick a chicken in the air, stick a deck chair up your nose. Deck chair sound from spitting image. Oh, Bill Bailey, that's another good choice. Do you know something? Bill Bailey is such an amazing character. He really is. And musician, he is absolutely brilliant. Oh, you, you're not kidding. I was amazed. I didn't realise how good he was. Um, I think it was one of the interview shows. They got him up on stage actually playing. Mm. And he oh, blew me away. Mm. I mean, let's be right, though. He does look like a dodgier Rick Wakeman, doesn't he? He's got yeah, that but he, of... <laughs> he is that good, though. Oh, he is. He yeah. really is. I mean, I remember seeing him... Um, oh, way back... Um, 80s must have been 80s when I first saw him you know late 80s 88 89 somewhere around there yeah I think Orion's is, Orion's left us for his lunch bless he's going him. he's going for dinner hmm? he's going for dinner <laughs> he's yeah, going to have lunch. a sandwich dinner <laughs> oh don't I've got Toad and Old coming later oh. do you need cream <laughs> for that sir how dare you, sir? <laughs> You're going to have a little toad in your home. <laughs> I'll have you know I'm a better master, dear boy. Yeah. Master. <laughs> and what are you going to finish it off with? Spotted dick. <laughs> yes, with lots of creamy custard. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> right, on that note, I just want to give a big, big shout out to everybody in chat. Thank you very much for joining us on this first, number eight, but number one of the live show of Tales from the Elm. Thank you very, very much. Steve, it's been absolutely brilliant. I think we can definitely carry this one on a lot, lot longer, don't you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, if we do another live one, Please, folks in the show, uh, <laughs> say thank you, mate. <laughs> I can't read that out, ladies and gentlemen, in uh, podcast land because it was rude. It was very rude. <laughs> it was rude. <laughs> Frog in the pit. Thanks, Timmy. If we do another live one, I would love to see some more questions from uh, chat. So. Yeah. We'll give you we'll give you plenty of notice and you can get your questions up. Hmm, that'd be awesome that, yeah. I I, I like this nice and relaxed uh, version of the live show. It's nice and chilled and yeah, let's just shoot the it's Sunday. Shoot the chill and yeah. <laughs> Bless you. 
Right, well, shall we start winding them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, cheers, Gav. Apparently Gav prefers this, to be honest. Oh, awesome. That's good to know. Yeah. Thanks, Gav. Um, for everybody that's joined us in chat this afternoon, really, really appreciate it. Oh, you prefer it to the podcast, you like seeing the people talking. Gav, I'm too ugly. <laughs> okay. We can't do this to people every week. God and Bennett, they'll be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. To everybody that's joined us, thank you so much. It really has made this a, such a cracking show. Um, I bet it sounds mad in the podcast as well. <laughs> Gab, there was no need for that. <laughs> That's the one drawback. Cheeky. Cheeky, <laughs> Cheeky. boy. Cheeky boy. Cheeky. <laughs> oh. What's that? I like to see people talking also, except BFG and Mark. At least put a mask on. Fair rude. There's no need for this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you've enjoyed it, Rachel, uh, if you've really enjoyed the live version, I'm sure we can be talked into this again. It's been, yes, a, definitely. It's been a blast, hasn't it? Yeah, of course it has. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> <clears throat> I can't believe we went so far off the rails. But, but, <laughs> but that's the whole idea. I mean, let's face it, that's the whole idea of his podcast originally, it was that we weren't going to just talk about vaping. And mm. Vaping was a part of it, but it was sort of like... We wanted to talk more about stuff that we're into, like music, films, TV programs, and... and, and OTP. Yeah, and general stuff. We didn't want to just... Because, <laughs> let's face it, I, we've got to be right about this. There's a lot of vape shows out there at the present moment, all talking about very, very similar subject matter, very similar um, themes and things like that. So we wanted to just be... You can actually blame my wife for this. Uh, totally me and steve uh, steve had come down to my house and we were sat talking and we was talking like we have done today just general chit-chatting about uh, films we got into clive barker we was talking about hellraiser and all that kind of stuff and then that got into comics and all, all the bits and pieces we didn't realize how much we had in actual common and it was jan that turned around and said you know something that that had been a good podcast that <laughs> So that's, uh, you can thank Jan for that. Oh, she's a keeper, Mark. Oh, she's, she's definitely, a wonderful, she's wonderful, wonderful woman. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Mark celebrated his 20, 21st anniversary. 21st, yeah. Been married 21 years, yeah. She'd have got less time for stabbing you. I know. Don't let her ever hear that. <laughs> As Bill just said, vapors do have to let their hair down too. Unfortunately, I'm I was late to vaping, so therefore I've got no hair <laughs> that we can see. I leave the coiffured locks to you, dear boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bless you! Right, well, we'll try again. Chat, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a real blast to uh, just to chew the fat with you this afternoon um i hope you've enjoyed it there will be more um uh, hopefully the technical issues will be sorted out next time as well mm. it's, it's so, come, to be honest with you, you you 
sound's not been too bad, to be honest with you. It's a lot better than it was prior to us going live. No, that's a good job, because I, I just couldn't face it, darling. No, no, hitty fit. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> on that, I'd just like to say thank you to you all, and you can catch us on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Uh, Anchor FM, Spotify, Player FM. Uh, if you want to catch the, the uh, recording, uh, for those live, thank you for joining us. And I'll hand over to Mark. Thank you very much. And we will see you probably next week. Maybe not next week. Maybe the week after. Because next week is Father's Day, if I remember rightly, on Sunday. So, hmm. Yes. So, yeah. won't be here next week. But we will be back to normal the week after after so um, if you are wanting to see more of us live give us some feedback and let us know what you think if you're actually interested in us being live and obviously the podcast as well so obviously we'll record that into the podcast but if you'd like to see us live on a sunday afternoon same time roughly about two o'clock while three let us know let us know in the uh, comments section if you're all up for that one and uh, we will uh, endeavor to try and make that happen Thanks ever so much for watching. Thank you, Steve. It's been awesome as always. And chat, thank you. Right, you're going to say goodbye? Bye!